Thanks to this season's presenting sponsor, Driscoll's. Only the finest berries. Hello, and welcome to Mystery Mystery Recipe. Recipe. I'm Molly, Editor-in-Chief of America's Test Kitchen Kids. And I'm Mitzi, Oven Mitt-in-Chief of America's Best Kitchen Lids. Best Kitchen Lids, huh? Yep, Lids. We do reviews on tops, caps, and, uh, no, I'm just kidding. I just liked your intro so much, I, uh, I wanted one, too. Well, let's figure one out for you. You are Mitzi. Yes, that's true. Good start. Good start. You are an oven mitt. Yeah, I am. And my assistant in the recipe lab. Yes, I am all the time. I'm a safety enthusiast and expert hand holder. How about Mitzi, oven mitt and hand safety officer for the recipe lab? Officer? Oh, golly, Molly. I think that sounds like a promotion. You deserve it. But let's get back to Parmesan week, shall we? Officer Mitzi reporting for podcast duty, sir. It's day two of Parmesan week, so you know what that means. It's time for some tricky trivia! Absolutely. After that, our friend Chad is back for an interview with a real-life cheesemonger in our Ask a Grown-Up segment. Oh, cheese monster. Scary. Molly, can we can we make cheesy jokes all week because it's Parmesan week? Parmesan week? How can that be? You, you didn't know that, Molly? It's day two already. What did you do during Monday's episode? I, oh, that was a joke, wasn't it? Because Brie is a cheese. Could we get on with the episode, please, Mitzi? Gorgonzola? <sighs> yes. I mean, yes. I don't know how this works. Cue the theme song. <laughs> Tastes good. Ooh. Gorgonzola. Mystery recipe. All right. Welcome back to the recipe lab, folks. Where the fridge is stocked, the equipment is kid-friendly, and your oven mitt hand safety officer, Mitzi, has eagle eyes on everything always. Sort of regretting that title change, but that's okay. It's time for Tricky Trivia. My favorite. That's when you give me a sentence and I try to guess if the answer is true or false. That's right. Are you ready for your first one? Ready! All right, here we go. Parmesan cheese is often grated before being used. So is that true or false? Is Parmesan cheese often grated before being used? You don't mean great, do you, Molly? Because that would be an opinion, so not really something I can say true or false about. Not great. Graded. Because my opinion might be different than your opinion, but they're both valid because opinions are how people feel and not facts, which are true or false. Right, but we're talking about grated cheese. Is Parmesan a cheese that's often grated before being used? Okay, I would love to answer that question for you, Molly, but first I have a question of my own. Great. What is a grated cheese? Well, a grated cheese is a cheese that has gone through the process of being grated. Right. Okay. That's great. Uh, one more thing, Molly? What's that, Mitzi? Uh, what does that mean? Well, when something is grated, it is shredded or cut up into very small, thin pieces. In this case, with a tool called a grater. It's sort of like when wood is turned into sawdust. 
It's taking something like a block of cheese and shredding or cutting it up into a bunch of tiny bits of cheese, the size of the sprinkles you might get on an ice cream cone. Cheese sprinkles. If cheese is grated, it's cheese sprinkles. Yes. And you can put those cheese sprinkles over pasta or on chicken or on salads. Ugh, that sounds amazing. I'm going to have to say true. That's correct. Parmesan cheese is grated and used as a topping for all types of food. Other cheeses that are often grated before being used include pecorino, asiago, grana padano, and piave. Oh, fancy! My high school prom was at the grana padavo. Thank you for piaving the way for me to learn. Let's asiago on to the next question. <laughs> all right, here it is. Parmesan cheese and Parmigiano-Reggiano cheese are the same thing. Oh, boy. That's a tough one. I mean, they use a lot of the same letters. They sound the same, but not exactly the same. Words are important. And since these cheeses have slightly different names, I bet they are slightly different. I say false. Final answer. That's correct. Nice work, Mitzi. It's false. Parmigiano-Reggiano and Parmesan cheese are similar, but one is much fancier than the other. Parmigiano-Reggiano, often called the king of cheese, is a type of Parmesan cheese made only in a few very specific parts of Italy. Italy! That's where our cat Oliver is from! So, Parmigiano-Reggiano is a type of Parmesan cheese. Correct. It's the first type of Parmesan cheese. Parmigiano-Reggiano is only made in special parts of North Italy. Parmigiano-Reggiano is widely agreed to be the best-tasting Parmesan cheese. It is so special and delicious that it started a whole slew of imitations and variations. That means people liked it so much, they tried to make cheese that tastes similar, but isn't exactly the same. These variations on Parmigiano-Reggiano are now called simply Parmesan, and can be found in many grocery stores today. Copycats. You're not a copycat, are you, Oliver? Ah! Parmigiano-Reggiano must be pretty amazing for people to be trying to make cheese just like it. It certainly is, but it's held to a very high standard. Cow's diets must consist of at least 75% local grass, the milk they make must be used within 20 hours, and the finished cheese needs to be aged for at least a year before it can be sold. It's really a one-of-a-kind cheese. More like Parmigiano-regulated, am I right? Very funny, Mitzi. Because regulated is a word used for things that have lots of rules, like school. I do know what regulated means. Uh, yeah, but I was explaining it to Oliver, because he didn't laugh at my joke. <laughs> English is a second language for you, buddy. Don't apologize. While Parmigiano-Reggiano might be highly regulated, Parmesan cheese is not. Some Parmesan cheese is really fancy, and some is a lot simpler and easier to make, but none of it is quite like the king of cheese Parmigiano-Reggiano itself. All right, that's all the time we have for Tricky Trivia today. Thanks, Mitzi. Oh, no problem. Officer Mitzi, over and out. Come on, Oliver. Maybe you could teach me some Italian. Is it Parmigiano or Parmigiano? Coming up, we have a special interview with a cheesemonger. We're talking to Julia Hallman, the general manager of Formaggio Kitchen in Cambridge, Massachusetts. But before we do that, it's time for a word from our sponsors. Grown-ups, this ad is for you. Hey, grown-ups. 
If you're anything like me, it's easy to let grocery shopping fall to the bottom of your to-do list. Kroger's grocery delivery service has taken the stress out of the process. You don't even need to leave your house. Shop online and get fresh groceries delivered to your house in as little as an hour. And who doesn't love a delivery? My daughter Olive sure does. It's a Pax's. What do you think is in it? I don't know. This is all special for you, Olive. The nice people at Kroger sent us all these snacks just for you. Learn more at Kroger.com. What does that look like? A tree. A tree? It kind of looks like grapes. And what's that? I don't know. All right. We're back with more Mystery Recipe. Our friend and producer, Chad, is here with Julia Hallman, the general manager and a cheesemonger at Formaggio Kitchen. A monger is sort of like a specialist or an expert, someone who knows all about one particular thing. So a cheesemonger is someone who knows a lot about cheese. But take it away, Chad. Thank you, Molly. For Parmesan Week, we wanted to talk to someone who is really gaga for gorgonzola. I'm here with Julia Hallman, who is the general manager and a cheesemonger at Formaggio Kitchen in Cambridge. How are you, Julia? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Julia, can I ask you to introduce yourself for us, please? My name is Julia Hallman, and I am a cheesemonger and the general manager at Formaggio Kitchen in Cambridge, Massachusetts. I work behind a cheese counter and help customers who come in and want to select one of our many, many different types of cheeses that we have in the shop. Another part of being a cheesemonger is making sure to take care of all the cheeses every day. So this is Parmesan week on our show. Mm-hmm. Do you have any Parmesan cheese in the cheese cellar at Formaggio's? We actually have three different Parmesans in our cellars at Formaggio Kitchen right now. So the first cheese is Parmigiano Reggiano Scalia. The second cheese is Parmigiano Reggiano San Pietro. And the third cheese is Parmigiano-Reggiano Reserva. So Parmesan is a really special cheese, and it's a really big cheese. It's about 80 pounds, and I can't carry a whole wheel by myself. And most people can't either. It takes two. And it's a very special cheese because it's aged for such a long time. And that's why we have several different types. As a cheesemonger, how would you define what makes for a good cheese? That's a great question. And it's a really difficult question because lots of people like lots of different types of cheese. So how do you determine if something is good or bad or if it's something that you just might not like? What we like to think is that a good cheese should have a beginning, a middle, and an end. So the beginning is when you first put that cheese in your mouth. It's that smell and that immediate first taste. And then the middle of the cheese is what does it taste like while it's in your mouth and while you're chewing it? And then the end is what flavor stays behind? What do you still taste after you've swallowed it? So a good cheese is the same thing as a good story. Exactly. Starts off really strong, but then leaves you with something after you're done. Exactly. You're still thinking about it after it's all done. So I heard that cheese is kept in a cheese cellar. Is that true? That is true. What is a cheese cellar? So cheese cellar or a cheese cave 
is somewhere that you store cheese because cheese actually likes to be in a very, very moist and humid environment. So it typically wants to be underground where it's nice and cool. And so it's really, really important to keep a cheese very cool and at this really high humidity so that the cheese can last for a really, really long time. So cheese likes things cool and wet and maybe dark. Exactly. And so a a cellar or a basement is kind of a great place for that. It really is the perfect place for it. It helps keep the cheese for a really, really long time. But you don't necessarily want to keep your cheese in the basement of your house. This is really just for professionals because it has to be monitored very closely. Do you have any advice for kids who maybe don't like cheese? I do. And that is to keep trying. What I've found is that people's taste buds change over the course of their lives. So something that you didn't like last week might be totally different this week. And so I would just keep tasting and keep trying. So a cheesemonger is someone who takes care of cheese. Are there other types of mongers that you know about? There are. So actually, probably one of the most famous mongers are fishmongers, and they take care of uh, and sell fish. But I'm sure that you could turn almost any job into a mongering position. (laughs) So you find the thing that you love the most and try and become a monger in that thing. Exactly. Uh, Julia, what advice do you have for kids who are looking for their monger, looking for that thing that they really love and they want to spend their time learning about and focusing on. Uh, What advice do you have for them? My advice is you might not know that it's your monger until you really kind of experience it for a while. And I think what you should think about is do you really love something and do you love doing it every single day? And can you imagine yourself doing it every single day? And that's the best advice that I can give is when you really love something and you never get bored and you never get tired of it, then that's something that might be the perfect job for you. Because you can just keep learning about it over and over again. We have talked so much about formaggios and the cheese cellar. What if I want to learn more about it? Is that a place that I can come and visit? Yes, absolutely. If you are ever in the Boston area, our store is in Cambridge, Massachusetts, and you can come down and take a little tour of our cheese cave. As long as you're with your grown-up, just ask a cheesemonger and they'll be able to give you a short tour. Julia, thank you so much for talking to us today. If I wanted to learn more about Formaggio Kitchen, where can I go? Well, thank you so much for having me. If you want to learn more, you can visit us online at www.formaggiokitchen.com. Thanks, Chad. And special thanks to Julia, Morgan, and everyone over at Formaggio Kitchen. Well, that's the last slice of today's cheese wheel, but we'll be back on Friday with more mystery recipe. We have a gooey, melty science experiment in our pressing questions segment. And as always, we'll be ending off our week with a cheesy, wacky wildcard. If you love mystery recipe, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. That way you won't miss an episode. Until then, keep on cooking. Mystery Recipe is hosted by me, Molly Birndam, and I'm a chef's hat. Chad Chennai is our writer and producer. He's an apron covered in flour. Our executive producer is Caitlin Kelleher. She's a trusty wooden spoon. Scoring, sound design, and mixing by Matt Boynton of Ultraviolet Audio, The Cutting Board. 
Jonathan Roberts composed our theme music. He's the timer on your microwave. Our post-production supervisor is Hen Margolis, a measuring cup. Our production manager is Diane Knox, who is also our grocery list. Jack Bishop is our chief creative officer at America's Test Kitchen. He's the oven. David Nussbaum is our CEO, our favorite cookbook. Special thanks to our senior science editor, Paul Adams, our deputy editor, Kristen Sargianis, and editorial assistant, Katie O'Hara. This episode featured the voice of Kira O'Sullivan. And special thanks to Julia, Morgan, and everyone over at Formaggio Kitchen. Thanks again to our sponsor, Purdue. Mystery Recipe is a production of America's Test Kitchen Kids. Hi, grown-ups. I wanted to tell you a little bit about our newsletter. If you love the fun food content we share on Mystery Recipe, then sign up today for our ATK Kids newsletter to receive even more recipes, activities, and stories from me straight to your inbox. As a mom of two, I always try to include things that are important to my family, and it's a great way to hear about all the new things we are cooking up at ATK. Plus, every new email added will be entered for a chance to win three free ATK Kids books for toddlers through teens. We'll draw 10 winners every month while the promotion lasts. And we have some great books available all the time. Head to atkkids.com newsletter to sign up today for your chance to win.